Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And hello again, dear ones. Reverend Robert with you here. Reverend Z on this end. And we're a couple of ministers talking shit. A weekly program where we get an opportunity to get together and look at what's going on in the world. And today we're calling this episode Democracy on the Brink. Democracy on the Brink, I tell you. Uh, we've been having a, Z and I have been having this great discussion and, and it goes over days and days and weeks. It, you know, today is usually just the wrap up of what's going, of what we've been talking about this week. And boy, has there been a lot to talk about this week. <laughs> uh, we saw a very unique experience of what is supposed to be a debate on Wednesday night. Uh, late last night, my, my, uh, social media feed blew up with the news that our president and first lady have, uh, been, tested positive for the COVID-19. There's just so much going on. uh, It's hard to kind of keep up with it all, isn't it, Z? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it is. And, you know, first and foremost, we want to wish a speedy recovery to to the president and the first lady. And and hopefully, you know, there's minimal collateral. Hopefully, you know, I know Holly also, Holly Hope got uh, tested positive well. And so, so, <clears throat> excuse me, we wish anyone on his staff or whatever who may have yeah. contracted that to, to, to speedy recovery. Um, but, you know, as you said, when we look at the debate, if you could call it that, and if we look at all of the stirring the pot, if you will, around the uh, selection of the Supreme Court judge and how people are, are pivoting and, and posturing on how that should happen, who that should be, so forth. We get to this point now where we have this government that is supposed to be uh, a foundational structure that we use to build an environment, a community, a nation that is and justice for all. And right now it's like two kids in the park fighting over the basketball. and about a million people yelling, fight, fight, fight. <laughs> and, you know, so and so the whole principle of government, the whole idea of democracy seems not to be in play anymore. And now, as, as Robert was saying earlier, we're into this whole idea of the per the, the, the cult of personality. Yeah. And and and, you know. Robert said that so eloquent this morning. I, it was just like, where are we going with this? You know, and what do you think, Robert? I, you know, I think we are on a slippery slope. I think we are on the brink of democracy. Uh, and one of the examples I can share with you is uh, yesterday evening. There's a gentleman who has been uh, a longtime member of a New Thought community, rather large New Thought community. Long time member, we've been casual friends, we're not great friends. Uh, and the language that's showing up on his social media feed is almost scripted from QAnon. 
and uh, he actually called out the New York Times yesterday as fake news. Wow. One of the one of you know, no, no, no matter which way you bend, right? No matter which side of the of the quote aisle you <clears throat> think you stand on at the moment, we're going to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. But no matter where you think you are, generally up until about four and a half, five years ago. Uh, you never heard the word fake news in the New York Times in the same sentence. Now, this fairly educated person that I, I, I believe is fairly educated always seemed to have fairly, not necessarily conservative or liberal views, but had um, consistent views, is suddenly out there publicly uh, shaming people and telling people that they're wrong, and it's all based on the fact that somebody told him the New York Times is fake news. And yeah. among other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that and that's, you know, when when you think about it, you know, we've talked on, on, on an earlier program, we talked about uh truth on uh, truth decay and and how how media has begun to play a larger part in our lives and shaping our views and ideas, right, wrong, or indifferent. And so now when we are at this point where our government is kind of teetering. Uh, and people's uh, belief systems are being challenged, people's actions in terms of how you go about delivering a particular thing, whatever that is. And so now we're at this point to where everybody is in peril, it seems. <laughs> you know, everybody's afraid, afraid of who's going to be in the office, who's not, what's going to happen if someone's in there. And those are the kinds of things that tear down a democracy because fear is a killer. It will make you do things that you wouldn't normally do or do things out of desperation based on, you know, as the saying goes, false evidence appearing real. Uh, <clears throat> and so that's where we are. So we've also talked about being personally responsible and that's what this takes. We have to begin to understand the type of democracy we have, the three different branches of, of, uh, of, of government that we have, how they work, and begin to be active in that process, not just sit back and be a bystander. Right. Yes. It, uh, <clears throat> it comes back to a quote, folks, by, by Plato that I'm going to probably paraphrase badly here, right? But... Um, the penalty for being uninterested or uninvolved in politics is to be governed by a lesser man. The penalty we pay, all of us, by not being involved, not being interested, saying that, oh, that's not, that's not spiritual. Oh, everything's spiritual. <laughs> and, and aren't we here to bring spirituality to those places that right now don't seem to have anything going for them? We, we, we say, uh, Z and I have been doing a lot of digging this morning, right? There's various forms of, of government, various forms of democracy. And if we look at it, we really are right now. And, and well, what I said, what I learned this morning, right, that the common theme in all of that is a democracy has to have human involvement, people's involvement. Yes. Now, we have adopted a form of representative democracy where we elect representatives to go and work together to represent our views. 
If that is so, then what's happening in our government, what's happening in Congress, what's happening in the Senate, what's happening in our judiciary, what's happening is a direct reflection of the collective consciousness of this planet. Yes. If that is true, I think we got some shit to work on. <laughs> because collectively, we don't know what we want. <clears throat> As a nation, I believe we have so lost touch with each other that we have no clue what we want. We yeah. wanted freedom from Britain to start with. right? We did have a collective vision, but that's pushing over 200 some odd years, 225, 200, whatever years ago, we had a collective vision. Does the country have a collective vision moving forward? I don't yeah. know. And, 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 you know, I think as we just, you know, the foundation of us making the government work and understanding it and get involved is to understand that we have, the government is made up of three branches. There's the legislative branch, there's the judicial branch, and then there's the executive branch. The legislative branch make the laws, the judicial interprets the laws, and the executive executes or carries out the laws. And now, you know, a lot of people say, you know, the things you don't talk about is politics and religion, right? Which also kind of means people don't really get involved too much, right? And so, right. but from the political side, for us, the common people, i.e. those who are not already in that process of governing or making it or implying it, we have to be involved, especially at the legislative level. That's where the individuals can talk to their representatives, can go and join uh, community boards, they can go and join advisory boards, and of course, ultimately, they can actually run for local office and begin to help shape, put your input, put your uh, ideas out or disapprovals of something so that this machine works the way it's supposed to by representative of the people and the people we elect to represent us to carry that out. And if they don't, then we replace them. Yes. And then we replace them because, uh, you know, we've talked about that a little bit on this program before too. And, you know, folks, I want you to know the, the original intent behind this program was not to sit around and talk about politics every Friday morning. And we've got plenty of shows in our archives where we're not talking about politics. But what we've always consistently done is attempt to bring you a discussion around what's really real, what's going on in the world, what we can't deny. And for far too long, far too many people, from my perspective, have gone down the road of ignoring and denying politics. And I'll admit it, I was, I've been one of them. Many, many, many years ago, someone looked at me and said, man, have you ever thought about going into politics? And I just about reached back and punched him. <laughs> it was in my early days as a religious scientist. I didn't know what I do now. But I was like, I rolled over. I was just like, no way in the world am I going into that. Those people are mean. Yeah. Those people don't play nice. Those people don't play, according to my rules, they don't play fair. And I think that's a big part of what we're seeing right now. This yeah. whole year has been about, and you've heard me and, and Zelzia talking about this, this whole past year has been about the crumbling and the, and the releasing of 
so many systems and so many organizations and so much that just isn't serving us any longer. I think this presidential election is a direct reflection of that as well. This yeah. this form of of what we're doing does not appear to be working very well any longer because we are left with a choice. And I've been saying this my whole life. I have voted for the lesser of two evils in pretty much every presidential election that I've been a <clears> part of. Um Mostly because I was either a little too young or just a little too in it, d disinterested to vote for Jimmy Carter. Yeah. Happy birthday, and Jimmy. By the way, yesterday was Jimmy's 98th, I think he was. Right? Wow. The man's pushing 100 years old. Wow. Uh, so. Uh, and and you know you know you know you know what that brought to mind when you said that you know I I, I when you said that I flashed back to the debate right. And now when you look at politics and, and governing period, right, the art of debate was key to that process. You know, that the whole idea of getting on the stump, right, was 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 characterized by different parties or different people getting out in the public and articulating and debating or defending or, 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 you know, giving people an idea of what they believe in, in terms of governing, how to do it and, and the consequences of it. And, and when I look back at the debates on Wednesday, I got none of that. Um, th there was very little information about how either candidate would, uh, would, 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 would govern or address issues or anything like that. I mean, there were some, but it was very little because of the constant disruption and, and name calling and, and, you know, someone from another planet would have came and saw that and they would have said, what in the heck is going on? And I see why we are in trouble on this planet <laughs> um, because, you know, we're supposed to be trying to inform the people so they can make informed, educated decisions and right now, between the fake news and the and the and the ineffective debates and the way that the media and social media are 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 you know crafting news and 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 tweets and posts and all that stuff just to further isolate you in your own little world is causing a world of hurt. Yeah, I saw a meme going around Thursday or Tuesday, Wednesday morning, whatever. The next morning, right? Um, it's the emperor wears no clothes type of meme. <laughs> and and as you're saying, right, the emperor has no plan. And, and that and that's part of what I saw on that debate was there's no there's no plan in charge. Uh, specifically from one side from from our president. I didn't hear a single word the entire evening about other than, oh yeah, I'll do that. Oh, oh yeah, I'll do that. Oh yeah, well, no, I'm not gonna, you know. I'm not going to tell the white nationalists. I'm not going to tell the supremacists they're wrong or to stop. Um, I'm going to tell them to get ready. Uh, but we we didn't we haven't heard a substantive conversation about what it's going to take to move our country from where we are into a new vision, into a, a, the next expression of what we're here to be. I think there's a plan. I know that when I go to one candidate's website, I see a plan laid out before I see merchandise. And on a different candidate, I see merchandise before I see it and I can't find a plan. <laughs> right. We've, we've entered into this cycle of cons 
constant, never-ending campaigning. Yeah. And very little governance. Yeah. When does that happen? <laughs> you know, and, 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 and this whole, you know, you, you made me think of this in, when you were saying that, you know, right now we have this uh, separation of church and state, right? And and so, and I get that, right? Because that, that would make it even more uh, problematic because then the question will come, well, which church, right? Um, but, but as a religious scientist, my mind goes to, well, what about throwing some spirituality in there, some humanity in there that which is supposed to be in there already, right? I mean, the whole system was based on on equal uh, active ac access to practice your faith and so forth and so on. Those things have gone almost totally out of the window. But if we begin to have politics that is uh, surrounded by a spiritual perspective, meaning we look at life as sacred in terms of allowing people to uh, express their faith and, and articulate their faith as long as they're not causing death or damage, uh, to, to allow people to express themselves, to, to look at humanity as a global family. And, and we make laws and enact you know, certain uh, programs to support that that's not what happens now right right it's, it's very right. it's very bipartisan every i'm gonna do for mine i don't care about yours yeah and that 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 selfishness of uh like you just said i'm gonna do for mine i don't care about yours um seems a little strange to me however that the richest centered senator in america happens to live in one of the poorest states so perhaps that that doesn't actually trickle down. I got mine, but the heck with you. Um, right. But that seems to me right here we are term limits again because I don't believe politics was ever meant to be a lifelong position. I don't think the the founding fathers ever thought that anything other than the Supreme Court was meant to be a lifelong position. But we've gotten to the point where there there are far too many people that look at this, look at public service as an avenue to the to easy street. Right. So I go get elected a senator and it don't matter whether I'm effective or not. It doesn't matter if they if I last a week, a month, six years or 60 years. As long as I get into that office, I'm pretty well set. I'm yep. going to be able to whatever it is. Yep. And farther up the chain more so yeah so, so is it time to really take a deep dive look at where the evolution of democracy is going yeah i think it is and you know part of of the challenge you know i mean when i grew up we had civics and we had a whole class on government right um and 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 we tore the thing down and back you know back in my time there was this, uh, we also looked at communism and kind of compared and contrasted to kind of looking at the different forms of government and, and, uh, and such. And I don't think now that civics is as a general topic is being taught. Um, I know we do in history and we talk a little bit about in history and, 
there may be some of it that's coming up in social studies. And I must admit, I haven't gone and looked at the latest curriculum. But I, I think in general, the, the whole thing about government and how it works and how you get in is not being taught. And if it is, it's definitely not being taught effectively, in my opinion. And what we need, we have to begin, I believe, to look at a government as the Constitution fate for the people and by the people. Yeah. Uh, and right now, you know, except for a few cases, it appears that that government and running it and participating in it is for kind of an elite kind of person, whether it's elite monetarily or educationally or, or militarily. I mean, yeah. it's it, it that that's what it seems like. And we need average people who understand the average concerns of the day to day participants of this society to get a voice. I, I I absolutely agree, right? And we've been talking on this show. You've heard us say it: vote, vote once, but vote, right? And don't just vote the party. Do your do your 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 time. Do your due diligence. Read the book that comes in the mail. I spent an hour yesterday reading the the positions for some of the ballot measures here in Colorado to do the work and that and be involved be involved there are countless ways folks that you can get involved uh, in community boards and advisory councils and more and more local small independent city state governments are are creating ways for people to be involved mm -hmm. because unfortunately i think i think the alternative is far worse I yes. think the I think the alternative to not being involved is what we have right now. Right. And what we have right now is somebody, in my opinion, that's here to take advantage of the American public and to fleece us for every dollar he can get his hands on. Yeah. He's draining our, our pocketbooks. Yeah. So we've we've got to, I believe, get out there and find one of our rally cries what is yours to do and i don't believe that just sitting on the, the courthouse steps sitting on on the city steps and shouting and yelling that we want change is enough anymore right i'm not discounting that that's valid but we also have to get involved i uh, i want to give a, a shout out here uh, we had a comment a little while back from our dear friend Michelle Wadley that said, "Yes, religious science molds in government, um, mm -hmm. absolutely, right." And I know we can do it because we did it in Hollywood twenty years ago when I first got involved with this philosophy. I didn't hear anything on TV in the movies. I didn't hear anything that resembles this philosophy of new thought, of science of mind, of religious science, and. Uh, and you know, today I, you can't watch anything without hearing it somewhere, right? Little bits here. So we got into Hollywood, we made it and there's, there's religious science moles all over Hollywood in writers rooms and production rooms everywhere. We can do the same thing in government. Yeah. And what would and, it look like in 20, what would it look like to have a truly spiritual democracy 20 years from now? And, and 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 we have to take that old religious science adage of, of Ernest Holmes that says, treat and move your feet. Yes, we pray, we study, we read, 
we discuss ideas and we get all of that stuff in place and then we have to move we have to take action we have to uh get off the you know off off, off the uh, editing room if you will taking that hollywood thing and we have to actually show a film we you know we have right. to get this thing rolling because just having a script and a plot and all that but no action and no filming um not going to yeah. happen not going to happen exactly so we have an opportunity folks we are uh, to answer our question are we at the, the brink of democracy absolutely but i yeah. don't think that we have to jump over the cliff mm-hmm. and i don't think yeah. we have to just chase someone oh, I, I was about to say something that i don't know that i should <laughs> but i don't think i don't think we have to just chase or follow someone else over the cliff yeah. Yeah, like the lemons, right? That that following the lemons jumping off the cliff. Yes, exactly. Uh, because, I mean, we got proof last night that if we're not working together, no one is immune. Right. The right. one person in this country that has every resource that has 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 no excuse for catch for letting this thing be caught for. What, the one person that should be the most protected from this disease is tested positive. There's yeah. no question. And that's because we don't act like we're all in this together. Right. We act like it's a me against you, you against him. And, uh, and my final word today is we got to listen. We got to listen to each other. We got to listen to ourselves. We got to listen to spirit. But we got to start listening to what others are trying, not just what they're yelling at us, but we got to start listening for, for the cause behind all of this. Yeah. 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 We, 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 we have to be, you know, the ultimate, I think starting point uh, uh, is, is we have to begin to treat and act like all life is sacred. Yeah. Right. Because if you look at all life as being sacred and, and that there's an interconnection, there's a symbiotic relationship between all elements of life on this planet and in the universe even, we would begin to think twice about doing some things and, or, or how we enacted things because we know there's a, there's a balance that when one life gets in trouble, it starts affecting all life. And so whether you're a certain party or a certain religion or a certain culture or a certain location, it's all connected and all life is sacred. And when we can do that, then we can begin to get a politics that has a more long range vision as opposed to short range. Mm. Because we do things now for the expedience of the short range that not that that well let's let me put it this way you know cause and effect are not always closely related and so we think that they are we think there's an immediacy if i put something in and there's going to be a cause and effect that's right away you know you can put a you can put a cause and effect right now or in motion right now and the effect is not seen to many years later and just one example of that is agent orange they dropped agent orange in vietnam to kill all the foliage to to help fight a battle and then 10 years 15 years later they found out that stuff is cancer forming and and all kind of other stuff 
but they didn't they didn't uh, have the <laughs> you know they didn't have the long range vision of that cause and effect. Right. Exactly. Uh -huh. Yes. So, folks, I want to we're about that point. We want to wrap this up. We want to wrap this up really where we started with sending our prayers, our best wishes to our president and first lady. Um, they there is news overnight that they have tested positive for COVID-19. And um, you know, this philosophy that Z talked about, right, that all life is sacred. That's all life. That's Mitch McConnell, and that's the senators you do agree with and the senators you don't agree with, the people mm -hmm. that do represent your beliefs and the people that aren't representing your beliefs, because uh, an eye for an eye, and we know how that works out. We have to be agents of transformation. We have to be agents of love. And I believe now more than ever is the the call, the, the real big calling that's happening is for all of us to be involved. Yeah. Yeah. We we have to. And 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 this is a perfect scenario that says nobody's immune from life and all the ups and downs and things of life. If you're on the planet playing the game, you're susceptible to any and everything going on. So let's act like that and let's play the game like that, if you will, so that we so that we can continue to play the game as long as we can. Yep. Yeah. All right, folks. We've just about run, we have run out of time here. So let's shout out, do a quick thank you to the New Thought Media Network and everyone over there that makes this possible, that brings this show to you. Uh, there's a subscription link in the, uh, so a way to subscribe to our newsletter in the description of this video and this presentation. And there's also a donation link. So thank you for your love, your contribution, your gifts, your tithes, your offerings, your financial support keeps this broadcast and all the broadcasts that we have going on. We've got over 15 hours of live broadcasting every week now. And we're so grateful that you're here and being a part of it. So please share this with a friend. Uh, how's it, how is it Z? Share it with a- Tell a friend to tell another friend to come on in. Yeah, there we go. Tell a friend to tell a friend. So I'm Rev Briz. I'm Rev Z. We'll be back again next week with more Ministers Talking Shit. Till then, peace and blessings. Love, light, and insight. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our sh** with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings. <laughs>